0: He remembers when he was young, Matt Taylor, and before that was Blackfeather, bopping the blues from way back in the 70s. You're on the vinyl lounge, Scott of the Fish, with AP over in the corner on NetFM. And the NetFM building, building fire alarms going. Yes, we're only mildly Mm. concerned about this. Who cares? Um, Well, I can smell smoke, but it could be just I've left a uh, a ciggy, a light in my ashtray. Or Mm. the building's burning down. We shall find out during the course of the show, I imagine, boys and girls. You might remember earlier on, I said that there was uh, the passing of uh, one of the greats, allegedly, of Australian politics. And one of the things that they did actually uh, do in those days, which was interesting, was their campaign. Now, they'd been uh, the Labor Party had been out of power for 23 years in the wilderness, one might say. Oh. And big old Gough Whitlam came in, he reformed the Labor Party, he did all sorts of things, but one of the most important things in one way, and yet in another way, one of the most depressing things was the TV commercial that he had. And this is the theme to it, and I'll uh, describe it as we're progressing through the song. We'll just have a little listen to it for a minute. Big on the echo. Well, you've also got to remember it's from 1972, where technology yeah, was special. Right. Yeah, time for old folks, time for all sorts of other people, and interspersed with the girl singing the commercial was lots of photos of Edward Goff Whitlam as a young boy, as a student, as a barrister, as a pain in the ass, and all sorts of other things. <laughs> and what it was basically doing was promoting him, the man. Rather than the party. Before that, it had always been the party. And then this was the beginning of what we'd learned from the Americans. And to be perfectly honest, it's never been any good since. Because you're always, even though in this country we vote for the party or your local member of parliament and they determine who is going to be the leader of the party in theory, we actually now have to vote for the man. And at about this point in time, it's got every Australian actor, including um, Bobby Lim. Bobby Lim was there. I'm John. Oh, oh hang on. What's that? Uh, the bloke who married the two sisters. Um,
1: Jack Thompson. Bastard. Jack Thompson. Right. Oh, yes. He's, yes. Uh,
0: he's there and he is looking stoned to the shit house mm, in this very cake. song. And uh, it's just they're all. It's, this was the beginning of where we got the whole idea for. Uh, uh, the, Geldof got the idea for Band Aid. By getting all these celebrities into the studio and singing the song, let's just have a listen. Oh, yeah. oh days to be here! Yeah, it's time.
2: Yes, it is. Yes,
0: it's time. Yes, it it's is. Like,
2: it's, it's like a big loving.
0: Oh, it was. It was a loving. Well, it was 1972, of course, where we were spending our entire time being in love. Yeah. And uh, as a result of that ad, um, Edward Gough Whitlam was uh, voted into parliament um, in a fairly reasonable, uh, with a fairly reasonable majority. Not the world's well, best, but well, I think he just scraped in, basically. Well, yeah, basically, because the uh, everyone felt as uh, well, the people that um, voted for him felt that it was time to have a little change. Yeah, they wanted to move away from the Menzies era and the 1950s and uh, the Gortons. What do we have? We had. Um, John Menzies, Gordon, Billy McMahon. Uh, Harold Holt, who, of course, was kidnapped by the Chinese. Um, in a submarine in, uh, in Victoria. In a submarine off Portsea Beach. Billy McMahon uh, just had enormous ears and he was just, a, you know... Pain in the neck. Useless. Yes. But his life was a good sort and she uh, she was in the White House with the big split-up-the-dress and, oh, wasn't that controversial? Oh. Uh, John Gorton, he, uh, he didn't really do very much. Um... And so Edward Gough Whitlam became our Prime Minister. Unfortunately, his Prime Ministership was beset by problems. Sure, he did a lot of wonderful things, apparently, by you know, doing um, free university education, universal health care, wanting to borrow $4 billion from um, some dodgy Arabic bloke uh, in 1972. Let me tell you, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, his, uh, one of his, his um, cabinet people kept yeah, the Kemlani affair, that's sure. the one. Kim Lani. And then um, one of his uh, ministers was uh, allegedly having an affair with uh, his secretary, Ginny Morosi, and Dr. G-Kance? Jim Cairns. He had to get the flick. And yeah. then it was all pretty much downhill from there. Eighteen months after the uh, first election, they um, the uh, opposition uh, um, under Malcolm Fraser decided that they'd have a bit of a go and... Well, they withheld supply the first time. And uh, Goff thought, oh, we'll bugger that. He called a double dissolution, which is they dissolved both houses of parliament. So you start afresh. None of this half Senate election and half the, yeah. um, uh, the, the representatives and all that sort. It's just
2: starting. It's, like, it's like getting the Monopoly Board. And just sort of tilting it to the side and all the bits fall off and you've got to start again.
0: Correct. So we started again and he scraped through again. He then did a joint sitting of Parliament, which you are able to do after a uh, double dissolution in this country and probably in most Westminster countries, I imagine, where he was able to pass the supply bills and life went on and it went downhill even further. God. A little while after that, the uh, opposition had another crack at it. And this time, the uh, House was deadlocked. And it became one of the most controversial parts of Australian history because the Governor General of the time, Sir John, Cor- uh, Sir John Kerr, I should say, who was appointed by Gough Whitlam, mention uh, as the Governor General, he did what he felt was the right thing to do, and in uh, on reflection, I think would also be agreed the, by the Australian people, he dismissed the government and put in a caretaker government until an election could be called. Yeah. Whitlam and all the uh, cronies and the Labor Party people and unionists and everyone, they went Faceless men. Sorry? Faceless men. Oh, the faceless men went absolutely <coughs> apeshit. Didn't they go apeshit? They went apeshit. Absolutely yeah. apeshit. And on the 11th of December, at 11 o'clock in the morning, which was rather unfortunate because it was Remembrance Day. That's actually a lie. It was, the, it was Remembrance Day, but it probably wasn't 11 o'clock in the morning, to be perfectly honest. The Secretary of the Governor-General got up on the steps of Parliament House with Norman Gunston, who was uh, a well-known Australian comedian at the time. If you look him up on uh, YouTube after the show, you'll see what he was like. One of the funniest men ever. And announced to the world that uh, Gough Whitlam had been dismissed. Now, Gough Whitlam wasn't at all happy about this. And there's two... that Well, th- this is... What went out to air at the time, but it was so hard to understand what was being said, Uh, and we'll explain uh, about it that in a bit, uh, in a little bit.
2: Well, may we say, God save the Queen.
0: So this is him speaking.
2: Because nothing will save the Governor General. You piece of shit, you fuck, man. (laughs) We won't the proclamation which you have just heard read by the Governor-General's Official Secretary was countersigned Malcolm Fraser. (laughs) Who will undoubtedly go down in Australian history from Remembrance Day 1975 As cur's
0: cur, and that was what went out to air. Now, fishy, I understand that you have been able to do something about this very. I was down in the
2: NetFM archive right today, right? And um, there was a rumor that we had a copy Mm -hmm. of the original speech that um, didn't actually go to air. Uh, in the way that you've <clears throat> just played. Right. Um, the sanitised ABC radio version. Yeah, it was too long to go out to air. It had... Because Gough Whitlam was a stickler for detail. He loved to give detail about everything that occurred. That's true. And he was also a very emotional man. Oh, he was. Well, it was an emotional so, time. So what we've done is we've got we've got the copy... We had it all digitised and remastered and we stripped out, you know, the background noise of all the people cheering and clapping and all of that. Right, And it's clear, very clear now. And, and it's the full version. Okay. And,
0: um... I'll play it for like you. To, like a player? All right.
2: Uh, let okay. me just press the button
0: and
1: so. click. Well, may we say, God save Queen Elizabeth II, constitutional monarch of 16 of the 53 member states in the Commonwealth of Nations Head of the Commonwealth and Supreme Governor of the Church of England Head of the Commonwealth and Queen Regnant of seven independent Commonwealth countries including the United Kingdom Canada Australia New Zealand South Africa Pakistan and Ceylon, Queen of Jamaica, Barbados, the Bahamas, Grenada, Papua New Guinea, Solomon Islands, Tuvalu, St. Lucia, St. Vincent, and the Grenadines, uh, Belize, Antigua, and Barbuda, and St. Kitts and Nevis, and her heirs and successors. Because nothing will save the boozy brown-nose Sir John Robert Kerr, AK, GCMG, GCVO, QC, the 18th Governor-General. The proclamation which you have just heard, read by the Governor's lackey, and official secretary David Kiss Kerr's ass Smith was countersigned. Malcolm, life wasn't meant to be easy. Fraser, who undoubtedly will go down in Australian history from Remembrance Day 1975 as Kerr's Kerr and Major Asswipe. Wow!
0: Wow! That's incredible. I mean, when you when you when you listen to that sanitized version, and I yes. well, uh, that's the non-sanitized version. I would full have to say, version. that's the full actual gone to air version. The ABC yeah. actually did Australia and a huge injustice yes, by editing I was, yeah. that. I yeah. mean, boys and girls, if you go onto YouTube, you will see the sanitized ABC version,
2: yeah, and which is the one that everyone's been relying on and playing for all these years, decades. Oh, oh, well, I've just played it.
0: I've, I feel... I'm embarrassed
2: now. Mm. I'm appalled. That's incredible.
0: Yeah. he was
2: a very emotional man, very precise. He wanted to get the Queen's proper title um, on record, even though, you know, as you said, he's not a monarchist. No, no, no. Well, I mean, in fairness, she was the Queen. And the other thing is he, uh, he abided by... Protocol. ...the decision... To have him dismissed because he respected the constitution.
0: That's true, that's true. He respected the office and the constitution. Mm. That's incredible. That, that, I mean, that just is unbelievably amazing that we have a copy, probably the only one in existence. Oh, I've never heard it before.
2: I imagine we do. <laughs>
0: I'm just... I'm really impressed by that. I mean, to think that NetFM wasn't even in existence in 1975, I wonder where it came from. Probably a spy... I'd say so. ...at the, uh, at the ABC.
2: Or NetFM. So. <laughs> or
0: NetFM. One or the other. That's just unbelievable. I, I'm, I'm really
2: impressed that we've got I like how the engineers cleaned it all up, stripped out, as uh, I said earlier, yep. the uh, all the background noise. You didn't hear you know, that, the, that at all? It's no. No, have, no, I didn't...
0: I didn't hear that bloke going, Oh, Malcolm Fraser's a fucking cunt. Oh, fucking Australian fucking Republic fucking fucking. I didn't hear any of that. did you hear any of that? No, no, I heard none of that. That's, that's just mm. incredible. Mm. Oh, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm emotional now.
2: Hey just, Pete, any comments? Oh no, I just found some really good porn. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Sorry, um, yeah, goff. Yeah, top bloke. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, it's good to see you right up there with the... Um, <laughs> The mechanisms of the Australian Parliament system. (laughs) Now, (coughs) pardon me. I just want to play one other little bit of uh, um, uh, audio, if I may. Um, Only a little short piece. Now, you might um, remember that I mentioned that there was then an election was held. Yes. And um, I just thought I'd play this because it gives you an idea of what happened at that election. Both leaders faced large and noisy public rallies. But the voters had had enough of the Whitlam experiment, the coalition winning a 55-seat majority and almost 56% of the two-party preferred vote. Which was basically a fucking walkover. Yes. It turned out that no one, in fact, liked what old Gough was doing and so they chucked him out on his ass, and they chucked him out again in 1977 when there was another election and he retired from <laughs> politics in 1978.
2: But as you said earlier, Scotto, he introduced incredible reforms, uh, free university. Um, yeah, that we're still paying for the, to this day. Mm. But uh, equality for women as well? Oh, yeah, but it wasn't really. But really, did we have equality for women? Well, that's true because, you know, you know how most of his speeches started with men and women of Australia because real equality would have been sometimes men and women and sometimes women and men of Australia.
0: But women in itself is a sexist term. Women. Correct. It has the word man in it. And you can't mm. use person because that's got son in it. I mean women just have to come to grips with the fact that men run the show. <laughs> And that's just how it is. It's how it's always been, and how is it G- always will be. Is the GF listening tonight? Oh, probably not. No, actually, she's gone out to dinner with some um, girlfriends of hers. But she, if she was, she would, She would, you know... Three. Well, no, she'd smack me in the head, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure she'll listen to the, um, the podcast at some point. <laughs> because I think we need to podcast this particular segment, because uh, no one else has ever gone to the trouble to clean up the dismissal in such a way, even though, of course, uh, Gough did forget the Falkland Islands, which
2: were, of course, we, a British protectorate. We, we feel important here at NetFM that uh, we've done that job, we've cleaned it all up, because it just, it preserves history. Well, it does, and I think we probably should
0: give that to the National Film and Sound Archives. They'd be thrilled. They'd be tickled shitless. Mm. Tickled shitless, they'd be. Wow. What an amazing, amazing time in history we have just witnessed. Listener? You just can't begin to imagine Whew,
2: how emotional Sorry, but I am. Have we got any music from that
0: era? We do. Actually, funnily you should mention that because basically the whole music of uh, the Vinyl Lounge tonight is of the oh. era. Really? Yes, indeed. And almost all of it is actually Australian music. But this one's not because I don't know, there's just something about this particular song that I just find fascinating. Mm. And if you, after you've uh, listened to the vinyl lounge, if you look it up on YouTube and see the dude singing it, you will too be stunned by the sort of glammy, glamorous look that people had when they were singing rock and roll songs way back in the 1970s. Yes, boys and girls, it's the wizard! See my baby jive on NFM around the world.